0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns, in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. What does it mean to check all the boxes? Well, we all make lists of things we have to do during the day. When we go grocery shopping, we list out the things that we're going to buy, and after we've thrown them in the cart, we put a little check mark next to each one of them. Every single job advertisement that I've ever seen has a list of requirements that you would check off before you could apply for that position. Many of them are merely perfunctory. You have to be above the age of 18 or perhaps 21 or be an American citizen. Usually, it requires you have a driver's license. If you're going to be employed, it would be a good idea that you could get to work on time. Home loans. Now, there's something that has a long list of boxes to check off. Current employment, income necessary to meet the mortgage payment without putting you in the poorhouse, a good credit rating. It would be important for your mortgage lender to know that you're actually going to make the payments. Grocery lists. All of us know if you're going to make something complicated, you have to have all of the ingredients. But all of us know that just because you have all of the necessary requirements to complete a task, bake something, or complete a job, that doesn't mean that you're going to produce a quality product. I know a lot of people that have a driver's license that really are a significant danger to everyone else on the roadway. Lawyers. We all know you get what you pay for with those folks. There are many people that are rotting away in prison, the majority of them probably deservedly so, but they're sitting in prison simply because they paid a guy that passed a bar exam but couldn't argue his way out of a wet paper bag. So just because you check all of the boxes, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have any idea of what you're doing. I once worked with an engineer, a guy fresh out of Virginia Tech that couldn't figure out how to fill up a pipe with water. And academically speaking, There's a big difference between being the valedictorian and being 582nd in your class. Now, the reverse is also true. There are many people that know exactly how to complete a task, but don't have a piece of paper saying they know how to do that. Admittedly, if you don't have a degree or some sort of certification, you're probably going to have to work a lot harder to prove that you actually know what you're doing, as opposed to somebody who's been to college to do that. But there are many people in our country that don't have a college education, but were very, very successful. (laughs) And in some cases, broadcasting, for example, if you went to college for journalism, you may not get a job with a lot of media outlets. So this whole checking the boxes thing is kind of arbitrary from the very beginning. Superficial, you might say. Let's all be honest about this. We've all dated somebody that checked a few boxes but were complete morons. Certainly not the type of person you would hire for any type of job, and definitely not someone you would want in the White House. I'll tell you what I'm getting at here in just a second, but first, let's pay a few bills. Today's installment of Morning Reload is brought to you by the Buffalo Wool Company. They make the most incredible socks that I've ever worn. Now, most people think that you only wear wool in the winter. That is not true, my friends. While it will keep you warm in the winter, wool will also keep your feet cool and dry in the summer. I didn't really believe that myself until I tried a pair of Buffalo Wool Company socks. To get yourself a pair, go to their website, thebuffalowoolco.com. I'm telling you, my friends, you're not going to be disappointed. Morton Buildings is the number one company for metal building construction. It doesn't really matter what type of project you're thinking about for your property. You should first give Nick and Jesse a call at Morton Buildings. Their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you could check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. If you're going to be around Buffalo or Sheridan this week, There is a great musical performance that's happening. On Wednesday, on the 21st of June, gospel country musician Michael Knight will be performing a concert at the Story Women's Club. It's being put on by the Cowboy Church of the Bighorns. And then on the following day, Thursday, he's going to perform yet another concert in Buffalo at Crazy Woman Square. Both of them are going to start about 6 o'clock, and they'll go to around 8 in the evening. Admission is free, though there will be a free will offering if you like what you hear. So if you want an evening of great music, the Story Women's Club on Wednesday at 6 o'clock or Crazy Woman Square in Buffalo at 6 o'clock on Thursday. And now, on with today's program. So why is it then that we have an administration that apparently runs the entire country off of checking boxes? Think about it. From the very beginning, President Biden said that he was not going to nominate somebody to the Supreme Court unless they were a woman and they were black. Two things that have absolutely nothing to do with being a good Supreme Court justice. Or, and you've heard him say this over and over, that he has the most diverse cabinet of any president in United States history which has resulted in a mayor being the transportation secretary that arguably had the worst streets in America. And an energy secretary that has a particular disdain for the two things that produce most American energy. If you're wondering why we are all paying 350 a gallon for gas, here's a good reason. What is does the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America?
1: <laughs> oh my God. That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already
0: planning. Enough said. And then there's the White House press secretary. You know, she's historic. Here she is saying it.
1: A year in this role, there's been a couple of things that I that has made me incredibly proud. Many things, many things that made me incredibly proud to be at that podium uh, during this historic moment. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure, and I certainly walk in history every day. But this is also a historic-making administration because of this president.
0: It's too bad that she's not historically good at her job. I hope that most of you don't spend a whole bunch of time watching White House press briefings. That's why you have me, after all. But if you did, you would know that Corinne Jean-Pierre is the worst press secretary since 1927. But there again, the position wasn't created until 1929. And that was only because Herbert Hoover was doing a historically bad job at being president and needed somebody to spin it for him. Before becoming the historically bad figure that she is now, Corinne Jean-Pierre was nothing more than an MSNBC talking head who made her living coming up with new and inventive ways to attack the Trump administration. She was the national spokesperson for MoveOn.org and worked with the progressive advocacy organization Demand Justice, where she was a tour lecturer for their Stand Up for Roe campaign. Other notable figures in that campaign was Jennifer Granholm, the current White House energy secretary. So not exactly the public communications chops that you would expect from a White House press secretary. Just one example of her finely tuned skills is that she has a staff of 12 to help her prepare for every single press briefing. Twelve. And even with those 12 people preparing her every single day, she can't seem to get through one press briefing without reading from that gigantic book of responses that she brings to the podium and that hardly ever leaves her side. So if she's not the skilled communicator that all of us would expect from a White House press secretary, why was she given the job in the first place? Well, it's because that she checked all of the boxes or at least the ones that President Biden's administration wanted checked. In an article on The Blaze, Jean-Pierre says it pretty succinctly. She says she represents the black community, the Caribbean community, the LGBTQ community. From the article, and I quote, Jean-Pierre claimed, Some people come up to me crying. Some people come up to me and they just say thank you. I don't even, some people even say, I don't even know what you say at the podium. But just seeing you, it's just amazing. It's the pride. It's the pride. It's the pride and never thinking we would get here, end quote. Well, you're not alone, Kareen. A lot of us never thought we would be here either. But the question is, why are we here in the first place? It's because this administration doesn't want to hire people based on their qualifications. They don't really care how good of a job somebody would do, just so long as they check all of the boxes. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. This entire administration is full of it. None of it has anything to do with running this country efficiently. It's all perception to them, and unfortunately for the rest of us. For the rest of us, what we perceive is that our country is tumbling down around our ears, and it's being done intentionally. It's all politics to them, politics and power. And if you have any doubt of that, here's Corinne Jean-Pierre again explaining it to you. She was asked point blank if this administration is weaponizing the federal government against citizens. And here's her response. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment? If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that.
1: First, First of all, we're just not going to comment on the department of justice investigation we're just we're just not going to comment on that is
0: this white house weaponizing the justice department and the fbi against against political opponents
1: the president has been very clear uh from before he was elected very clear on this hold on throughout his time in office i I
0: heard the quote we will be playing the quote tonight at six o'clock is this administration weaponizing the justice department and the fbi against political opponents.
1: Peter, the president believes in the rule of law? The president believes in the independence of the that's, department of that's justice? A
0: yes or no? Just no, is
1: that is White House. no, it's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question I'm just and I'm no, no. I'm answering the question and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were
0: back on... Ah, uh, enough of that. Will they ever just straight answer a question? No, they won't. Because that's not Karine Jean-Pierre's job. She's there for a couple of reasons. First, she checks all the boxes. And second, she's there just to obfuscate everything for us. None of these people are in their jobs because their qualifications fit the position. They're there because they check all of the boxes, and because this administration is only about politics and perception. And quite frankly, my friends, I'm sick of it. Well, that'll do it for today's installment of Morning Reload. Coming on Wednesday, I've had a little trouble getting something out of my mind. Remember a couple weeks ago, I brought you the story of a Johnson County citizen who's been digging into property taxes around the county? I was a little surprised at the reaction he got from Johnson County elected officials. Why were they so angry at him that he had been digging into the county's finances? Well, first of all, that's exactly who these people are. They're just angry that anyone would question them on anything. Well, and most of them really don't like conservatives. Well, anyway, I did a little investigation of my own. And while you're probably not going to be surprised what I found it is pretty shocking. So I'm going to bring that to you on Wednesday. But for now, from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.